the number of Americans not having sex has reached a record high. British Airways fed passengers Kentucky Fried Chicken on a flight to London, and a woman claimed she won the billion-dollar Powerball jackpot, but turns out she was lying. These are the weird news stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a hot closet. Let's get to it. More Americans than ever are not having any sex. The share of U.S. adults reporting no sex in the past year reached an all-time high in 2018. All-time high in history, underscoring a three-decade trend line marked by an an aging population and higher numbers of unattached individuals. I guess that means single people. But among the 23% of adults who spent the year in a celibate state, a much larger than expected number of them were 20-something men, according to the latest data from the General Social Survey. So 23% of adults said they didn't have sex in the past year, and many of them are are young men in their 20s, it seems. They're so busy playing video games, these guys. What's wrong with them? They're not even interested in girls anymore. Girls, ew! Uh, It says here, experts who study Americans' bedroom habits say there are a number of factors driving what they're calling... (laughs) They're calling this the great American sex drought. Wow. It's It's like the Dust Bowl. Do you guys remember the great American sex drought? Oh, yes, from 2018 to 2023. (laughs) I was spending a lot of quality time with myself during those few years. I remember. Wow. I didn't know so many people were not having sex. I'm having sex. Well, you know, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know, not all the time. Maybe not even regularly. But, you know, in the past year, yeah, yeah, in the past year. All right. All right, let's dive into what they think the factors are, why people aren't having more sex. I have my own theory, which I'll share after I read this. Now, they begin with giving you the stats for the 60 and older demographic. Um, It climbed 18%. They were at 26% of them reported not having sex in 1996. To now, it's hovering around 50%. And because that age group is growing growing relative to everybody else it has the net effect of reducing the overall population's likelihood of having sex i'm surprised to read that half of them aren't having sex given the ubiquitousness of these miracle drugs like cialis and viagra which are a great time especially after you have a couple mushrooms Uh, i digest changes at the other end of the age spectrum may be playing an even bigger role and it's pretty shocking It says here the portion of Americans 18 to 29 reporting not having sex in the past year more than doubled to 23%. Wow, that's nuts. Now They didn't give a reason for the older demographic not having sex. Uh, They're saying the 20-somethings aren't having so much sex primarily because of their partnering up later in life. You mean marriage later in life? I mean, that shouldn't preclude you from having sex in your 20s, which is... When you're very virile, is that a word, virile? It's a great time to have sex. That's when you're drinking the most, too, so you end up with strangers at the end of the night often. I'm, just, uh, I'm speaking for myself at this point. <laughs> you, know, you have those situations. I'm sorry, I didn't get your last name. Okay, we should probably do that now. Maybe go to CVS for a plan B. What do you say? <laughs> just me? 
There's an expert in this article who gets paid a lot of money to do much of nothing, I'd imagine. She says, there are more people in their 20s who don't have a live-in partner. So under those circumstances, I think less sex is going to happen. Yeah, but no sex in a whole year, lady? I don't think that has to do with a live-in partner. Nobody's out there like, oh, you know, I'd really like to get laid. Uh, You want to move in with me and give this a try? No, people in their 20s just have sex as part of a social interactions in their life. I mean, it had nothing to do with living with someone. It says here, Americans in their 30s, 40s, and beyond, meanwhile, are much more likely to be married than those in their 20s. These age groups are now more likely to have sex in a given year than their younger peers. I don't know, man. I know a lot of people married in their 40s that don't do it anymore. <laughs> That's me. Now, overwhelmingly, it's the young men in their 20s that have really moved the needle with this it says here since 2008 the share of men younger than 30 reporting no sex has nearly tripled that's huge a much steeper increase than the eight percent point increase reported among their female peers so the females still getting it on a bit men really dropping the ball here i don't know what's going on this sex expert says that it has to do with the labor force participation among young men having fallen, particularly in the aftermath of the last recession. They see a connection between work participation and stable relationships. Again, what does sex have to do with stable relationships? These are you know, apples to oranges here. I know so many people that aren't in stable relationships that are having more sex than my friends in stable relationships. I mean, and in my 20s, certainly that was the case. They also say it might be attributed to young men being more likely to live with their parents than young women. In 2014, for instance, 35% of men age 18 to 34 were living in their parents' home compared with 29% of women in that age group. And that has increased now. I guess, you know, yeah, when you're living with your parents, it it is a little bit harder to have a, a sexual partner, even a a one-night stand becomes an issue. You know, you can't exactly just uh, bend them over in the den, you know. <laughs> it's too graphic, guys. The sexpert also says uh, another factor that may be affecting Americans' sexual habits at all ages might be technology. There are a lot more things to do at 10 o'clock at night now than there were 20 years ago. Streaming videos, social media, console games, and everything else. Lady, lady, you forgot pickleball. Come on now. Everybody's playing pickleball. No time to screw pickleball. I have my own theory of why people aren't getting it on, and it has to do with the lack of romantic R&B music. Used to be some great jams back in the day. You know, if you listened to Marvin Gaye or Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass, Teddy P, you know, close the door. <laughs> Come here, babe. <laughs> That was good stuff back then. Now, what do you got now? These songs songs aren't romantic. It's back that ass up. Back that ass up. Well, you know what? I don't want to back my ass up. I want to be romanced, okay? I'm more likely to get it on with you if you romance me. Even some Keith Sweat, you know? <laughs> I mean, we're talking like 90s was when it all ended. You may be young, but you're ready. Ready to love. You're not a little girl. You're a woman. A British Airways flight to London fed their passengers Kentucky Fried Chicken. This is amazing. I want to fly on the KFC plane. A British Airways flight 
from Turks and Caicos to London on Sunday served Kentucky Fried Chicken's chicken wings due to a food shortage on the flight. The national carrier said it faced unforeseen circumstances, which forced them to resort to emergency measures. I love when your emergency measures involve the flight crew calling for a KFC delivery. That's an emergency measure that I can get on board with. I welcome food shortages. If you could give me some KFC on a flight, it's way better than that other food they're sharing. Certainly better than the nuts that they serve on the flight with uh, your host here and, and the nut allergy, giving out those peanuts, all those nuts. And everybody's up in arms when they don't. Sorry, there's a nut allergy person on the flight. We can't serve the nuts. And everyone's like, oh, where are my nuts? you nuts. Really? You want nuts? They've been serving nuts for 50 years on these flights. Let's, let's get more, more engaging snacks like KFC chicken wings. Way better than nuts. Don't you want KFC chicken rather than nuts, guys? I'd even take some Funyuns over nuts. My goodness. Change your snack game, flights. Says here the KFC chicken wasn't the only part that angered the passengers. Why would they be angry about giving, being given KFC on a flight? Oh my goodness, this sounds like heaven to me. Oh, I see why they're complaining. It turns out there wasn't enough KFC. They got very little. Someone wrote, no food trolley on this flight. Just one piece of KFC chicken per person. Only one. They said the poor kids on this flight are ravenous and nothing to offer other than a small pack of pretzels and one piece of chicken. Yeah, it's a 12-hour flight. You need more than one piece, man. And at least give everybody a damn biscuit. What's wrong with you, British Airways? Biscuits, baby, biscuits. We want biscuits with our wing. Three-piece would be good with a biscuit. 12-hour flight, I think. And then you pass the time by drinking beer. Drinking beer. Isn't the alcohol free on international flights? I believe it is. I've gotten sloshed on a couple from what I remember. Disgruntled passengers took to social media to complain. They're always complaining on social media. They talked about how they only received one or two chicken wings for the entire duration of the flight, which lasted 12 hours and had a stopover in the Bahamas. I find it strange that they didn't add more food and in the Bahamas during the stopover. Come on, man, bring more wings on. And pina coladas. Uh, There's more tweets from angry customers. I'm not going to read these. The airline carrier didn't clarify why it faced a food shortage on that day, but apologized to the passengers in a statement, which I will read in a British accent. Our teams sprung into action and made sure our customers had something to eat. We apologize to customers that their, fire, their full meal service was not available. We had to wing it on this occasion. We're very sorry if we ruffled any feathers. <laughs> Just a bit of British humor for you. <laughs> Says here British Airways, to make up for the mishap, offered passengers some vouchers when they arrived in London. Um, I don't know about you, but I could go for chicken and waffles on every flight. I think that would be amazing. They should just partner up with KFC and other places such as that and serve like chicken nuggets or whatever. I don't know. What would you guys like to see served on a flight? Would you be okay with some KFC? Call the show 646-450-2012. Leave me a message in a British accent. A woman claimed that she won the billion dollar Powerball jackpot, but she was lying. A woman claimed to be the sole winner of the $1.08 billion Powerball jackpot. Turns out she was lying. Uh, That's according to the granddaughter of the owner of the store where the ticket was sold. Sarai Palacios, 
the granddaughter of Nabor Herrera, who owns Las Palamitas Mini Market near L.A.'s Skid Row, told the media that this woman hadn't won the jackpot. She was, in fact, lying. Here's a quote from her. I'm not sure why she did that. I guess she just wanted to be on television. We, we don't even know who the winner is yet. They still haven't come forward. The California Lottery confirmed that the store had sold the winning ticket, which is the third largest Powerball jackpot and the sixth largest U.S. lottery jackpot ever won in history. The unidentified woman entered the downtown store crying and responding yes to a reporter who asked if she had won the ticket before abruptly exiting the store, getting into a car. In the full video, the woman can be heard saying, I'm so scared right now. I'm so scared. Then she hugs people in the store and then says, I need to find him, and then ran out. Doesn't say who she needed to find. I assume her accountant or lawyer, but she was lying throughout the whole thing. It's very strange that someone would lie about winning the jackpot, but perhaps she did want to be on TV. Everybody wants to be a star, a star. I find it hilarious that people want to get on TV. You know, you can just get on TV basically with your phone. I mean, you could shoot an Instagram video of you saying that you won that billion dollar lottery and that would go viral, I'd imagine. Nonetheless, uh, lying to the news stations that you won a billion dollars in a lottery when you did not is weird and kind of funny to me. Uh, it's, a, it's a hilarious prank, for one. And then maybe this woman just wanted to know what it experienced, like what it felt like to tell the world that she won a billion dollars. She's a pretty good actor, I have to say. Uh, so if you're a casting director and you're looking for someone who can cry on cue, this is your lady right here. She's good. She's really good. The billion-dollar winnings followed about 38 consecutive draws where no one won the jackpot. A Californian named Edwin Castro won a record 2 billion Powerball jackpot last year with a ticket purchased 13 miles from this particular store. So they're drawing a lot of billionaire jackpot winners from this area. You guys should move out to L.A. for that reason alone. The store owner that sold the ticket will uh, would receive a reward of $1 million for selling the ticket. Um, I never knew what the store got. They got something. They get a million dollars. That's pretty cool. Another incentive for selling the the tickets in your store. Yeah, I, I don't know much about the lottery tickets. I don't buy them anymore. When I lived in New England, I often played a game called Kino. Have you heard of Kino? You sit and watch a television screen and little numbers on balls appear and you you would have had to have chosen those numbers in advance on a ticket that you filled out. It's a very passive way to spend the time at a bar. You know, you can watch sports, drink, play pool, play darts. Meanwhile, you got your Kino rolling and you might look at it occasionally. Anyone else familiar with Kino? There are other versions of it around the country called something else. Uh, I know California has a version called something else. Anyways, ah, this story's petering out. Not much, nothing much funny I could say about it anymore. Um, I don't think I've said anything funny about it, to be honest with you. But, you know, some are winners, some are losers, just like the lottery. Weird AF News segments are kind of like the lottery. And this one's a loser! Yay! And there you go telling me no again. There you go. There you go. I want to be more than just your friend. Don't you know? How about it? Keith Sweat, guys. Give it up to Keith Sweat. Love me some Keith Sweat. I'm sweating in this closet right now. I'm singing Keith Sweat. Wow. That's called uh, irony? Or is it 
or is it just a coincidence? I'm really sweating in this closet. It's got to be 120 something degrees. And I can't turn the AC on when I'm recording in the closet because the sound gets picked up on the microphone. So I just got to sweat it out, guys. Just sweating it out. Cold shower right after this, baby. I want to thank you for spending some time with me in the Weird AF News podcast. I want to thank everyone who's made me um, highly caffeinated today, which I, I am. I, I, I definitely am. You can uh, buy me coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com, if you'd like to contribute to the caffeinated levels of this boy in a closet. You can also join the Patreon as well uh, at weirdafnews.com, or just download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News. It's a great way to support the show, and you get access to additional weird content that I put inside the Patreon. Anyways, today being Thursday, that makes tomorrow Friday a very special day on Weird AF News, where we're... We only do weird news from Florida. That's right. It's Florida Friday on Weird AF News. If you're just joining us, that's what we do every Friday. So if you come across some weird Florida news, feel free to email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can tweet me at funnyjones or send the articles as a DM. Slid into my DMs on Instagram at funnyjones as well. So we'll, we'll try and piece together a quality Florida Friday episode tomorrow. And that's about it. I'll leave you with that, and I hope you're having a great time, and good luck with your life, man.